my man Jared is bringing you the hottest I untranslatable mean, audio. I behind the ones and twos right now. I'm just That's sitting here look, looking at my notes. You're sitting here looking, looking sharp and ready to go. Well, that's because I saw your notes, Jared. It com- it, they consist of two words. Uh, and um. <laughs> that's all I saw on your notes today. That sums up the podcast pretty well. Yeah. I mean, filler <laughs> words, you know? Um, yeah. There's a lot of cultures and a lot of people are not fans of them, though. They they have them in their right. language, but they're not always looked at as a positive I thing. I mean, uh, that, they weren't looked at as a positive thing when I was a kid. Oh, definitely not. Um, before we get into that, mm. do you want to play a game, Chad? Always, of course. This game is called Should We Cancel Them? Uh-oh, okay. Have you heard about uh, hashtag cancel Netflix? No. What, what are, why do people want to cancel Netflix? I have, I have the news here, and this is not meme news. This is news from The Verge. Okay, why? not Twitter either. So yeah, you're 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 doing well. You're you're really going off. You're really giving up on on and you're trying to lose any sort of connection to your cell phone. And I say that like it's a bad yep. thing. Obviously, it's not. Uh, I respect it. Um, so you probably haven't seen the hashtag cancel Netflix and I all haven't. that stuff. Nope, no sir. Why cancel Netflix is trending? How the streamers' bad marketing poster mutated into a QAnon conspiracy conspiracy theory and harassment campaign. First of all, look at this. Uh, Look at this picture. Let me know what you think of this picture. I'm I'm really confused. All right, that's the right answer. Is it is it even real? That's a real picture from what I'm about to tell you about regarding hmm. hashtag cancel Netflix. Groups uh, uh, groups of conservative provocateurs, QAnon supporters, and others on social media have jumped on the release uh, of the French coming of it's weird, weird that they just put it on them uh, i'm just gonna read the article release of the french coming of age film cuties and a trend oh I, I haven't seen this but i've heard about it yeah and a trend canceling- have you seen it no i haven't seen okay. it okay <laughs> i barely watch uh netflix as it is there's no way i'm going out of my wo- way to watch way to a watch show cuties, called cuties. Yeah. <laughs> about children um i heard it did get some backlash i but- did too but let me just keep reading this okay uh, and other social media have jumped on the release of the French coming-of-age film Cuties in a trending cancel Netflix hashtag to associate the company with pedophilia. This isn't the first time the people have... This is... Oh, this is, oh you know what? As someone that just came back from Lisbon, Ohio, in the middle of nowhere, now that it's actually starting to make sense uh, when I see those signs about... Uh, <laughs> those Trump signs. The, oh, okay. <laughs> stop pedophile... Vote for Trump to stop pedophiles, globalists... Satanist. Now I understand what they're talking about. No, I'm kidding. Um, there isn't. Uh, this isn't the film that people have tried. This isn't the first film people have tried to cancel on Netflix. Republicans tried in 2018, following Netflix's confirmation that it had signed a multi-year deal with uh, Barack and Michelle Obama to produce a series of titles. Why are those in the same thing? I mean, I, I mean, I like. I, whoa, yeah, I don't like, see the connection. It's not the first time. Oh, but th- no, but it's just so. No, but the thing is, it's so crazy to me that that they're like uh, that that these conservatives are like we need to uh, like h- how is how is it that all right cuties seems like a legitimate thing to be maybe concerned about but then how is it also that uh, Barack Obama and Michelle are like well they're also another legitimate thing to be concerned about having a Netflix deal much like the pedophile show right <laughs> but do, I don't understand and isn't there stuff about Trump on Netflix as well I don't know uh, is there I mean I think so but okay. I don't know if yeah it doesn't it's, matter it's crazy these, anyway yeah. 
Uh, earlier this year, people threatened to cancel Netflix over three, six, 365 days of movie that petitioners argued glorified sexual violence against women. women. And at the same time uh, that people are calling for others to cancel Netflix over cuties, there's a petition from fans of shows like Jessica Jones, the OA, and Anne with an E hosting a cancel Netflix campaign to try to bring attention to their favorite series that has been canceled. But while, okay, let's just go to what is Cuties. Okay. Direct, directed by Memuna Ducure. Cuties is a French. <laughs> Flawless. Cuties is a <laughs> French movie that critics, uh, that, that critiques society's sexual, sexualization of girls. The movie follows an 11 year old Senegalese girl l- living in Paris who dreams of joining a local dance clique. She, or clique, she decides to... Mon prote- clique? She decides to... Uh, mon, okay. She decides <laughs> to protest her parents' strict household and join the other girls in dancing mm. their way through competitions, uh, trying to make a name for themselves. Cuties uses uncomfortable images to provoke a serious conversation about the sexualization of girls, especially regarding girls of color, the policing of girls' sexuality, double standards, the effect of social media on on kids, and uh, how children learn these behaviors. One critic uh, wrote on Roger Ebert, Ducure's intent is to show that our children should have the time to be children, she told Time Magazine. This month, in using kids imagery be kids. about exploited youth, Dukure wants to uh, hit him, hit home just how important. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I sound like a real idiot. A I should never have gotten into right it. There, Jar. <laughs> hit home just how important innocence is, uh, and how much it's taken for granted today. The film even won the World Cinema Dramatic Directing Award at Sundance. Film festival this year, and it was widely praised for its depiction of the pressure of girlhood. Netflix secured the global stream rights to the. Oh, I could have done it. I could have done a rate this apology too. We could still do Ooh, it. I right. believe Netflix put out a statement. Let's see if they. I like how it. you give me flack for having old guy font, and you have this super. Oh, zoom, I just did that because I, I just did that because I kept making sure. mistakes. <laughs> I just, sure. Also, on my desktop computer, because it's so big, I can comfortably I have I, like have Google it. Chrome on one twenty five, and mm. it still takes up like like it's not like it doesn't look as right. big. Um. So I won some awards. That desktop uh, life is a good life to be living. It is Eric. a good life. It not is a good life. But now I also have my work desktop. I told you I got that, right. which is about the same size, and it's almost too much. I feel like I'm in mm. a minority report command station. Mm. And I, honestly, I can't even sit. At, I don't even like sitting at my desk that much anymore, which is why I'm happy to have a new computer, because my desk is so overwhelmed with uh, with computer screens. It's over. It's too much. Anyway, uh, uh, Variety, oh, say Cuties would be translated. Okay, so here we go. Netflix secured a global streaming rights so to the, the film. So is the movie in English or in French? In French, I'm assuming, right? To the film, with Variety noting at the time that Cuties would be translated into more than 40 languages. Oh, I believe okay. uh, it's probably French. Okay. Uh, under Netflix's under the Netflix umbrella, the film would stream in 190 countries. Blah blah blah, excluding France, where it had it had domestic distribution. Um. Okay. So, uh, what, where is this apology? Let's see if I can find it. Is it here? Let's see if I can find it. Got me all excited with Rate This Apology. Here we go. 
So now, now well, what what are they apologizing for exactly? We'll we'll get to that. Okay. You'll you'll okay. see in the apology. Not long after. Okay, so oh, he, okay, okay. That's a great point. Netflix's gaff. That's a great point. Okay. Despite the film existing for some time, it wasn't until August that people really became aware of it. In August, Netflix tweeted a teaser for the movie's release date that came with a new poster designed by Netflix's team. The new poster seemed to present a different type of movie that uh, than the one Ducure made. Uh-oh. The original, and I'll show you the posters, obviously. The original French poster framed the main cast of girls as as that, young girls, walking through the streets of Paris, waving around shopping bags and having fun. Netflix's now-deleted poster positioned the girls as older characters, similar to posters for, the dance mo- for other dance movies like Step Up. Here are the side-by-side comparisons of the French version versus the... Uh, Netflix version. Whoa, night. So the French day. version was the first one I showed you, which is oh wow, yeah, wow, that's unreal, dude. They're completely different. Yeah, they look. Yeah. Oh my god, I don't even know what I, to say. Take the left one. <laughs> well, take I, the left one. Yeah. The right one is just so weird. Uh, for and s- you know what it makes me wonder? What was the? What were those marketing meetings like? Because obviously there's a whole like this is a corporation, so they have, right. they decide to change it. They're good. And this steps. is the American version, right? This is the Netflix version. The Netflix, right? So I guess yes, American. But this is so net. So this is what the that that was the original. How one. do you say that word? Uh, mignons. Mignons. Mignon. No, mi- minonese. Minonese. Mino, minonese, no, I, I believe. Okay. Minone. Mi- minone. That's what it is. Not nays. They don't minone. pronounce the S. Right. I know that. It's not mayonnaise. Not long after. Ne- so let's get to the. Uh, you know what? This turns into. For, no. This has turned into a rate this apology. Okay. Yeah. Let's I hear totally it. forgot that Netflix put something out. I can't believe that. Not long after Netflix tweeted the poster, including uh, descriptions of the movie as uh, descriptions of the movie as eleven-year-old Amy becoming fascinated with a twerking dance crew. Uh, tweets sprang up calling Netflix to take the poster down. I saw those. Uh, those tweets then. Did snow- you retweet any of them? No, it didn't no, seem like they're a, not good. Okay, I just, yeah, no, fine. it wasn't that it was good or bad. It was just like I just I don't need to. I don't know. Be I involved just, in this. Yeah, I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Uh, those tweets then snowballed into a few different change.org campaign, change.org campaigns decrying Netflix's decision to carry the film, garnering tens of thousands of signatures within a couple of days. Netflix had removed the poster and used different artwork for the film. Uh, it's platform. I don't even know what it looks like now. I mean, I guess I could just open Netflix and see. Now that I'm inside, I have, I guess, better. Yeah, uh, got that Wi-Fi action. Lickety split too with that pooter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. It's it's uh it's so did they, they like a little it's it. like a, okay. the little Senegalese girl in right. a grocery store with her siblings. So they went they went uh just fully the other way. They're like, all right, right. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, it does not I mean, even that's, try that, that's to. That's what people do. They overcorrect. So then, like uh, so then, um, and is it overcorrecting? I mean, I guess I, I guess there's nothing wrong. I mean, I would have just gone back to the original. Yeah, the original. I mean, really? Yeah. And, What's and now wrong that with I, the original? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but I get that they try to market it differently to different audiences. Sure, of course. You know, I get that. Of course. But yeah, but and it, that's why I'm like, I wonder weird. what those marketing meetings were like. Right. Where, they, where this one went up the ranks. They're like, yeah, that looks good. That's the image we're trying to put off. Right. So here's what Netflix said, Chad. Yep, let's hear this apology. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that was used for Cuties, a statement posted to Netflix's account on August 20th read. <laughs> it was not okay, nor was it representative oh, of this French film, which won an award at Sundance. Yep. You Really? You, really? Oh, man. Uh a statement and removal of the poster didn't clear everything up. By September 3rd, a Turkish media watch group demanded the film be banned from Netflix in Turkey over concerns oh, wow. that the movie pr- promoted child exploitation, mm. Reuters reported. Several high-profile conservative comment- commentators picked up on the story, too. Uh, the They started tweeting about Netflix grooming children and arguing it's pedophilia. It's arguing that it's pedophilia soft porn. Ooh. I don't like those words uh, in, in uh, sequence. Yeah. Former yeah. NRA spokesperson Dana, oh, great. Don't, Dana, what's her name? Loesch? I don't know. That's a, that's Your a, dad a, would know because always, she's on CNN all the time. Always a, always a good <laughs> title to start with. Former, what is an NRA spokesperson? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's how you know they got the, they got, they're coming from a great uh, stance. Right. Uh, said remove the film entirely, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So what do you think of their apology? They didn't remove the, obviously they didn't remove for Netflix. Right. They just said, sorry for the imagery. We, we messed up on that. One to ten. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, in a way, I feel like although it's kind of a lackluster apology, they did change the picture. I don't yeah. know. Did they remove it from Turkish Netflix? I don't know. Um, you know, because I, I don't know. Um, but, but but I I agree with you. Um, I would say as an apology, like a like a five or a six, to be honest. Really? Or maybe Damn. a seven. Our scales are. <laughs> where where would you put it? I mean, the fact that they changed it counts for something. Well, for sure. Because we for do sure. talk about, you know, what's the action that you should do. And saying sorry isn't enough. That's the yeah. obvious action. Yeah, you can't be like, sorry, 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 and then leave it. Like, if you're, like, right. th- you're going to leave it, then don't apologize, obviously, because you're really yep. not that sorry. Right. So the fact that they changed it counts for something for me. Um, what does that say either about the perception the marketing team or whoever designed this has on other people? Uh, yeah. Or... I- what I, I mean, I guess that shows you what Mark, what what um, oh. Netflix. Not quite time for untranslatables yet. I guess that shows you what essentially Netflix think about about like how they think like the uh, their their customers because this is I think this uh, like the how they think how they perceive their customers I guess right. and like what they think will quote unquote sell. But it's like e- e- like there's a line on when you know obviously quote unquote sex sells, but there's. Right. Uh, gotta be a, weird. obviously a line, line when we're talking and, about children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for even sure. Even though it is, you know, obviously it's about like you know, sort of you know, sec- over sexualizing children. It's like it, yeah, but it's like the irony is that then you're like doing, like you're doing it, right? I don't know. It's weird. It yeah, it, it's. I weird. give the apology like a uh, like a seven. Okay, and I kind of weird. I'm that, sticking by my six. I kind of like that it was to the point too. Yeah, I, sometimes it's sometimes it's like, all right, you're saying too much. Like, and now you're just. Right. Uh, we're deeply sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for cuties. Uh, it was not okay, nor was it representative of this French film, which won an award at Sundance. I think that's that's okay. I give that a seven or yeah. eight, seven and a half. Yeah, I'm it's, okay with it's that. okay. Could could be could be better. Could be worse, you know. But Jared, I think uh, you might know. Uh, it would be good if we could. That's right. And the uh, first shout out I have goes out to Zimbabwe because uh, they have banned coal mining in some of their national parks and game parks. Great. And I I just think it's crazy the idea of any government or country that exploits a national park for like oil 
yeah or or like other resources like a natural uh national park should be like like to me it's like a i mean safe nature space right we both know that greed knows no bounds chad that's true i mean people do terrible things for for money dollar dollar bills y'all yeah that's true yeah so it's good it's good that that um that they're doing that especially since like like all the wildlife that is there too and i can only imagine this the the effect that it, that such big industry can have on right. you know on animals wildlife oh those are wild dogs i saw those when i uh, those are hyenas aren't they i believe those are wild dogs i saw those when i was in um south africa i believe those are wild dogs look up a hyena that's not what a hyena looks like a hyena has like that like a weird shaped back you're right yeah you're you're right um hmm. see like this this is a a hyena right yeah, yeah it has yeah. a super long neck but look the at tuft yeah wild african dogs Did, and see? you saw them oh dang are they dangerous are they not to, not really to humans i mean we, I, we, I, we were in a like a like a off-road suv okay but in 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 um south africa at least they have one of the highest uh, kill rates of any prey they they because okay. they they pack they hunt in packs and um, so they're way more effective so will they kill hunters you? than not maybe not me, not you. But I'm but because you can fight back. Yeah. And, and they don't. And they're not. And most an, the only animal you weirdly couldn't really get close to was like a baboon. That mm. was or like they're or dangerous. like a, like those we had to stay like super yeah, far they away are from. Dangerous. But even lions and stuff like that, you can get pretty close to them, and they don't like. They're not gonna like mess with you if you don't if you don't mess with them. Right. They yeah. kind of just ignore you. But uh, yeah, the wild dogs. Uh, look, look at that. I learned something from them. My parents yep. would be so proud. Right. <laughs> That's why it's important to travel, man. When yeah. You can, for sure. But yeah, I think this is amazing. I you do know, too. Yeah. Protecting the national parks in Zimbabwe is great. Um, and I think other places should definitely. Uh, you know, act in a similar way and not exploit their beautiful yeah. national parks. And we're already losing, like. losing natural land at such a high rate especially in like the oceans and stuff but it's just like like we need some there needs to be someone that's that's preserving the land and not just not just uh, you know everyone usually the government that's so uh usually obviously not like usually so money focused rather than actually preserving right the land oh for sure it's i don't like it i don't like it yeah me either but anyway shout out to zimbabwe that is great uh, my you. next shout out, Jared, this is a, a really uh, heartwarming story we've got for you here. So, um, here, I got to pull this laptop closer one second. Uh, look who can't read now. <laughs> yeah, well, I can read the headline. But So, uh, so the headline reads, uh, their son wanted to see more black book characters, so they created a business to provide them. So, uh, this family here, uh, let me see here. Victoria Scott Miller with husband Dwayne and sons Langston and Emerson. Emerson, uh, I like that name. I like, like Langston too. But yeah, I like, those, I like Emerson. those are both solid names. It's a strong. They're strong. They names, are, but they're not like common sure. names. Right. Super common names. They're not cool names like Jared and Chad, but they're still. <laughs> but they're still great. They'll names do. For They'll sure. do. Yeah, they're they're all right. Um, for sure. Um, anyway, so when Langston Miller was eight, he'd fill page after page with characters that looked like him. And staple those pages together. He was already thinking about a distribution plan for his books. He wanted to see them in Barnes & Noble. His mother, Victoria Scott Miller, arranged an excursion to a local store in Raleigh, North Carolina, to do market research benefiting a curious and determined elementary schooler. Let's see if we can find five books that represent the type of work that you're doing and represent you as a 
little black boy, she told him, and let's see how long it takes us because we want people to be able to find your books. I love how this kid's doing market research for his company. <laughs> right? uh, two and a half hours later, they found five books literally going on a scavenger hunt in the children's section. As Langston, now nine, said in a recent interview, he was looking for books that depicted how brilliant, handsome, smart, and how amazing we uh, black boys are. In picture quality, I'm not looking for things that show us. Um, I feel very, anyways, I feel awkward as a white dude reading this, but anyways. You're quoting the child. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm. You're not, this, these aren't Chad's personal. These are not my personal words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are Langston's I, words. I think we all get that you're quoting right. a Right. Uh, and, and, and he does uh, do a great job. Um, do you want me to this. read it if that would make no, you feel no, better? No, 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 no. I'm a black boy. No, no, you're a black man, first of all. <laughs> That's true. Um, but no. Uh, anyways, in the picture quality, I'm not looking for things that show us with big lips, big bodies, big noses. I'm looking for things that actually represent us, show who we actually are. I'm a brilliant, handsome, intelligent black boy, just like my brother. For good measure, he repeated, and handsome. Love this kid's <laughs> confidence. Dude is killing it with the confidence. Um, but I just think this is an amazing story that, yeah. um, you know, they, they started this business. Yeah. They didn't have money for a brick-and-mortar store. No investors. And Scott Miller said no one is going to stand behind the concept. So it's something we're going to have to do from the trunk of our car with a family uh, coffers running low and rent worries. The couple took their last 250 and bought a small stash of discounted books that they sold at a profit. I love that. Like the whole, it started with with this child, but now the whole family is like running a business together. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so it looks like now they're still uh, working on selling these books and writing these books, um, and it's absolutely amazing. That's awesome. So, that is. That's. I love that. Yep. So big shout out to. Um, the entire uh, family, Victoria Scott Miller uh, and everyone else. That's really great. Dwayne Langston and Emerson. Yep. Yep, exactly. Well, Jard, do you think uh, you know what time it might be? I do think I know what time it is, even though I just moved my uh, speakers mm. away from me like a fool. Well, Jared, you know, you if you would have just... Uh, well, first, before I get into it, I guess, untranslatables are idioms, phrases, proverbs, um, axioms, words, slang... Um, sometimes stuff in British or Canadian variants since Jared and I are Americans uh, and we try to decipher those into American English. Sometimes um, I like to do like Amer- um, American ones too because, you know, Southern, Southern, we should, we Southerners should, have a lot of fun ones. We should do another one with some real ones and pepper in some fake ones at some okay, point sure, and see sure. if we can do that. That'd yeah. be a fun game. Anyways, Jared, I'm going to start you off with some Canadian ones. Let me turn this away from Jared a little bit because he's not a cheater. Yeah, I can't he hear good. I can't it. really see. Uh, first one. Well, actually, these go together, really. Hang a Larry and hang a Roger. Oh, it's so funny. Don says that. I, Does so he really? To, okay. Whenever I travel with Don, I usually end up saying that. And I essentially, obviously, just like turn left and turn right. That is correct, so We usually sir. say hang a Louie and a Reggie. Oh, there we go. I but like sometimes that we'll just make up like any sort of L or right. R name. When it, when hang a Lewis and a... Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that one. It's fun. It's Canadian. fun to say. Yep. Canadian English, my man. Oh, hang a Roger there. Hang a Leary, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Come on, you hooser. <laughs> we got to go get some more Molsons from the store. Okay. My, um, my uh, first one is Serbian, and it's uh, Desi Yupichku Marterinu, where you are. Uh, where are you in your mother's, as Ben Shapiro would say, P-word? Ooh. Where are you in your mother's pussy? Ooh, that's a rough one. <laughs> but I don't think it's a rough Is one that, it's for not? them. Really? Okay. I don't think so. 
Hmm. I don't even know where. where are, are, let me put it this way: Where are you in your mother's? Uh, no, that's not. That's not a good way to do it. P word. Um. What ass p word? Maybe. Maybe I could say, "Where have you been in your mother's pussy?" Not instead of "Where are you." I don't even. I don't even. It's an informal way of saying long time no see. Really? Yeah. Where okay. you been in your mother's pussy? <laughs> that's a weird one, but okay. Right. That's just that. That's what they I, said. I, I'm not saying. Yeah, I know. A long time no see. That's funny. My next one is also Canadian for you, Jared. Uh, runners. Bring it's, your runners, eh? Oh, it's just like like sneakers or yep or, or trainers or running shoes. The trainers. Don't bring your trainers on British Tuesday. Word, I believe. I think British say. British people, I think, say runners too. Get you, grab your runners. Do they? Yeah, I thought I they said so. trainers. They uh, say maybe, sneakers. Yeah, but there's multiple words for That's it here true. too. People say tennis shoes, sneakers, sneaker. Your sneaks. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I believe they. I tennis believe shoes. they might say late. Let us know on Translatable Podcast everywhere. You'll That's find true. us. Yep. Uh, on Translatable one on Twitter, but you'd still find us if you put it on Translatable Podcast. Um, it's your turn, right? No, it's my turn. It's you, your it, turn. The runners. Yep. My next one is Korean, and it's uh, Ebi Shim Shim ha, Hey Hi. Ebi Shim Shim Hi or Hey H A E. Okay. Uh, my mouth is bored. Means when something doesn't taste good. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like it's like. Boring, oh, I see what you're saying. You like uh, this is not doing anything right. for my mouth. Right. Uh, or it's like bland, maybe. Right. No, that's not what it is. Not what it is. Okay, give me. My a mouth is bored. Think about it. You're just bored. You're not entertained. No? Have you ever found yourself just, um, hmm, my mouth is bored. Well, let's say let's say you, you see me eating a, a bag of potato chips and you ask me, why are you eating? Like, like oh, why, why are you eating that? And it's like, ah, my mouth is bored. What would you think I would mean? You're just eating from boredom. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Eating a but it also time. Yes. It, it is. But it also is just like a um, filler. I'll give you that one, yes, because it means more like you're kind of hungry. It's oh. like you're not, you're not, you're snacking, you're nibbling. Right, right. It's just my mouth. It's like it's, it's your yeah. mouth is bored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're trying to occupy your mouth for a while. I don't need to eat, but I can eat, and my mouth is bored. And I'm not doing anything. I'm else, gonna so. stuff this pizza <laughs> in my face. My mouth is bored. Exactly. I love That's that. That's fair. One. My uh, last one for today is Thai, and it is Pasa Dok Mai, which means literally translates as flower language. Is that swear words? No. Is that like flirting? Kind of. Or sweet talking someone, like brown nosing maybe? I don't know if I'd say brown. Well, brown nosing maybe a little bit. Flattering someone? Uh, that's kind I, of brown nosing. Yeah. I, well, I think it's flattering someone in a romantic way. So flirting? So Isn't that flirting? Someone, apparently someone who uses tender and poetic words of love. Friends may, however, mock <laughs> uh, one another if they hear someone using such dreamy and romantic a lingo mm-hmm. when speaking with a love interest that's toxic masculinity that's what that is is that what that is yeah okay yeah men don't let their are are too flowery with their language watching other men uh show true feelings and emotion mm. do you show lots of true feelings and emotions no Jared? i have a lot of tax- toxic masculinity <laughs> i'm trying to work on <laughs> <laughs> oh don't we all Jared? don't we all <laughs> But, you know, uh, one way to make sure you have lots of toxic, toxic masculinity is to use a lot of filler words. Bro. Uh, Dude. What? Like? <laughs> Yo. 
You know, there there are tons of nah, mean. filler words, know what I'm saying, <laughs> that you can use that add no meaning or value really to a sentence or a conversation. Like totally. F- for reals. <laughs> no, that may. But, you know, we, we use a lot of them in English. Um, but the, the whole premise for this episode idea came from a professor from USC. Uh, forget the gentleman's name who was put on leave or suspended, I think. Because he was talking about the Chinese filler word, which is mm, no, I don't even want to. <laughs> no, which which is naga in some places also. It's the the n word. Yes, I don't know. Something's weird about having it recorded. For That's people. fair. That's fair. I don't blame you. Sorry, didn't mean to put you on the no, spot. No, it's, like it's fine. It's fine. It's fine because I did say it before. You're you are right. But but yeah. So so anyways, the Chinese filler word. Um, you know. Well, let's just say this. The word for this in Chinese is jiga. Yeah. If you the word for that, you just put a, an n where that j sound is, it. and I, I think, think it does cover it. it. Yeah, you can so, figure it out. I think so. The, you know, our listeners are pretty smart people. You know, some people say. It. Speaking of sp- uh, our listeners being smart, people tend to say. At least this is what I heard a lot growing mm-hmm. up: is that. Um, damn it! See, the, the problem with this episode is now I'm going to be hyper aware of all of my filler words that I use. My parents used to, or not my parents, just a lot of uh, my parents, but it, not just them, a bunch I of people. I count all of Jared's filler words every episode. <laughs> I have a, a chart. Yeah, and, and I hate it every time. And that's why you brought it, that's why I want to do this episode. Yeah, for it's real. an intervention, like, actually. I want for you to Jared. realize how terrible you are. <laughs> my parents and a lot of other people, I don't know why I keep saying my parents, uh, commonly used to say that filler words were a lack, sign of like a lack of intelligence. Mm. How do you feel about that? There's there's some truth to it, I'd say. There's some truth to it. I'd say there's some truth to it, probably, but I also feel like that's kind of oversimplifying it. Yes, because I agree. There's a lot more that goes into communicating than just uh, like knowing the words and inte- I think, intelligence. I think what it means is you're an eloquent speaker, which is different than... You can still be intelligent and not and speak. use a lot of right. filler words, right? Because maybe because that could come down to and also because filler words is not just based off of intelligence. Also, I feel like it can also be based off of a various lot of uh, mental health, you know, anxiety, right. sure, OCD, nerves. I mean, even like I feel like some athletes when they interview them right after a big game, like their adrenaline's still going. Yeah. You know, and, and they ask stupid questions right. too. And then, the, and then the athletes are just like, "Well, uh, today we uh, had had a difficult team mm-hmm. to, you know." And there's lots of uhs or ums. I, I, what I've told my students in my English classes is to just pause and think before you actually, yeah. You know what's wrong with some silence? I feel like some people, some people worry, and I think some people use filler words to continue talking because it's a signal of I'm still thinking about my idea. But if I pause for a moment and stop, you'll think I'm done, or you'll start talking. Right? Exactly. Oh, d- oh, I see the point. <laughs> but, but it's, but I think, I think that's different than I would rather be silent and have someone speak over me than not that you spoke over me. But I'm just saying, yeah, sure. in the grand sch- scheme sure. of things, you know, um, I would rather have that than constantly have to say, uh, um, mm-hmm. stuff like this. You know. Mm-hmm. I guess so. You don't really use filler words that much, though. I don't know if it's a, a problem, but sure, like like a lot of people, I say uh and um sometime. Sure. Um, I don't use I don't use ones like you know or like or st- I'm pretty good Those at that. Like drives me crazy. Like used to be big when we were kids. That's mm-hmm. li- that's when like was really in its heyday. Right. 
The funny thing is I've met foreigners abroad that were learning English as a second language. Mm-hmm. Uh, people in the Czech Republic, people in other countries that would use like a lot. And it weirded me out a little bit because you hear their <laughs> accent and then you hear them say like. But you expect like some California accent right, when you hear right. it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, cool, dude. Like, really? Right. <laughs> um, Sweet, bro. I, I don't, I don't, I, to be honest with you, I don't pay a lot of attention to whether I use a lot of filler words or not. So I couldn't tell you if I did I, or not. Well, I think that's probably a sign you don't use that many. I'd be that aware be of it if guess. I did, you think? I think so. Okay. I think, I think maybe not. I, I don't know if people I think aware. a lot of people aren't aware of it. That's true. And I think it's, it's, it's such, it's, it's like, um, it's like a nervous tick or something. Sure. Well, you know, you know when I think it really exposes itself and comes out. Nerve when you're nervous. Public speaking, exactly. Yes. Public speaking. Yes. You either get you either get the filler words, right, or you get the super fast speaking. Though that's another common sign. That's a bad one too. You just got to stand at that podium or stand up there, Jared, and imagine look, everyone in look at everyone, and just uh, <laughs> just put yourself in your happy place. Refer to our last episode about happiness, and maybe that'll help you some too. You know, also something that I used to realize. Um, I do agree that there is some truth to the sign of intelligence thing, especially depending on what the filler word is. Like, there's nothing that bothers me more than um, when someone uses like a swear word, like "fucking." Uh, like that's, that's <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's kind of funny, but I think it's, it's funny, not... but that sound it just it doesn't sound nice to me. I don't right. like it. Um, but um. Now I'm trying to remember what I was just saying. That's why I'm using those filler words because I was on saying something and I forgot. Oh, I do think it, it, there is some truth to the sign of intelligence thing because at least as a as someone that's learned another language before, you can you can tell where someone's proficiency is as a speaker by by how by how often they use filler words. It's it's pretty clear mm-hmm. usually. And so I so like I, I've had a lot of classmates that between every between every word, I'll, are you okay? I'm listening between to you. Every I'm listening to word. you. I just closed my between eyes. Every, it's like, are you okay? Between every word Taking almost, it feels like they, they have to think about what they're about to say. Mm. And and you can hear them. You can almost hear them thinking versus someone that can just say a complete sentence like like they would in their own native language, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it, though, does come down to disorganized thoughts. Sure. When you, when okay. you have... A lot of these filler so words. So whether it's a whether it's you trying to speak a foreign language or it's you in your native language, or, or you're in your native yeah. language and you're maybe you know frazzled or dis- discomforted somehow right. or distracted or whether whatever it might be. Exactly, you're distracted or yeah, you just don't really but know I, what you're going to say. I think it also. I think there also is some comfort to it. So like as like in those sure. in those social settings, mm-hmm. I think there is there is some some comfort to it, and it does allow you to keep talking sometimes too that's true so i so do you so I, maybe maybe i'm trying to fight back on on it on saying that filler words are just all bad especially since are you smelling your microphone is that what you're doing no okay <laughs> I, okay you say that like it's a ridiculous thing for me to think do, do you smell your microphone no because it probably smells bad no i'm just chilling here okay um because i do know that there are a lot of cultures out there that um that that have like a strong anti anti filler word policy we tend to have here in the u.s like a more of a social norms kind of thing it's not really like a it's not a problem you know 
But it seems like, at least before we started recording, you mentioned that in Russia, is it, that they call them, they have, what's the word that you said they have for them? I think they call them parasite words, if I remember Parasite words. And I, I, because I remember reading somewhere that, oh, I can actually, you know what we should do? I have a list of uh, fillers in different languages. Give them to me. Uh, We'll start with French. French sounds are often used as fillers as opposed to words. Uh, uh, ba are the two most common sound fillers that are often accompanied by a face contortion and even a raising of the shoulders. Con- oh, I do think there is a level of. I do think there is a level of fill- bo- body language fill- filler too. Like I do know, like for example, um, uh, like Indian cultures, the head bobble is almost like a has a v- lot of different meanings and is a very versatile communication source. Right. And um, I can imagine right. that being almost a uh, like a uh, uh, or something like that being like a physical um almost. Um. Uh, or even raising the shoulders. Common filler words include quoi, what, and tu vois, you see, tu vois, tu vois, you see, which is also. What is not really a common filler word in in the U.S.? What, 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 what? No, I don't. Uh, no. But but definitely, you see is you see or you yeah. see what I'm saying or you know, know what I'm saying. You see is definitely a, yeah. a common one. Yeah, I would agree. You know a filler word that I don't like? You know? No, nah, that doesn't really bother me. Mm. Although I do listen to a podcast and one of the guys says, "You know, what I'm saying a lot." And I never really noticed it until you my should you should take a shot every time he says it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd make it through an episode, but I, I didn't notice it until my partner brought it up, and now I can't. Every time I, I like you ruined this podcast for me. <laughs> um, but um, oh no, the one I that that's been bothering me, especially a lot recently, is listen. I don't like when people say listen. Oh yeah, like as a filler, listen. So tomorrow we're gonna. I was like, I stop. Was like I'm listening. Collaborate I, and I listen. Know. Is Italians yeah. tend to use hand gestures as an alternative. I can imagine that. That's what I do in the podcast for all the people that are listening. <laughs> Just hand gestures. That's all. Well, it is. We, oh, we don't even have video. For some reason, I still nope. feel like we had video. And I was nope, doing this. I was like, no one will see this. Uh, Italian. I was not prepared. It's my fault that we don't have video. Mm-hmm. Italians. It's okay. Italians tend to use hand gestures as an alternative, mm. as they do so often in non-filler speech. Uh, there's a little smiley face that the, of course that the author put. When Italians do use them, echo there, and choie, maybe, C-I-O-E, mm-hmm. uh, actually are common. Mm, okay. I guess actually is kind of... Yeah. It's kind of a common one here. Actually kind of has a, a bad connotation. Yeah. Like the well actually person. Well actually. Oh, oh geez. Yeah. Oh, I hate that kind <laughs> of person. Someone that has sure. a counter to well, everything actually. you say. Right. <laughs> Should start doing that to you on the podcast, Jared. You say, Well actually. Nobody likes the well actually. Well, well actually, Jared, it's it's a stereotype that only southern Italians <laughs> talk with their hands. Well actually. Yeah, that's Oh that's yeah, is it? Um Yeah. Well, actually, some of the most common, <laughs> yeah, the aggressive. Well, actually, some of the most common fillers, or uh, muletillas. Is that how you'd say that? Muletillas, right here. Si, señor. That's how you'd say that. De España. Have you heard that word before? Uh, I've I haven't. Oh, yeah, ha- I got you. In Spanish, are pue. Is that how you pues? Pues. Pues. I think. And bueno, I've heard bueno before. Mm. I've heard that one. Yep. Uh. Well, oh, meaning well, okay. Yep. 
Aved or or Aved, depending on where Aved Aved to see mm-hmm. and Osea or be it interesting mm-hmm. are also frequently used. What do they use in German? I, do you have that up in front of you? Uh, an M. M. I, yes. Eigentlich, you could say actually yeah. as well. Yeah, um, ich, ich bin gestern eigentlich äh, äh, in die Schule gegangen und dann bin ich eigentlich nach der Schule nach Hause gegangen. Yeah. Yeah, you could maybe, I guess, maybe use eigentlich. I think you kind of could. But yeah, Germans are, if you listen to German footballers, a lot, it's a lot of A's and M's. Yeah, yeah. The Wir M. waren heute ähm, die stärkere Mannschaft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in German, stuff. filler words are less common, though, apparently. Yeah. Do you, is that true? That is because we Germans have very organized thoughts because the verb must come at the end <laughs> of the sentence. Oh, be, so do you think that's why? Because they already have to know what... what no. I'm yeah, because I don't think that's... A, joke. Okay. <laughs> just like, cracking a that joke. Might be a, Maybe, though. Who knows? But I think it's... I, I don't know if... It, I wonder if it's... I feel like a lot of times it's more of a cultural thing than actual right. like a language thing. Right. That's true. Um, And there I go again. In Russian... Sound fillers are not common, so no. Russians will usually use words like "h." Mm-hmm. That's not how you "h y," but who? Who is that? What it is? I th- maybe which is well mm-hmm. or "bot." B o t is that what that is? Here it Volt. is. Or Volt. "tak." Oh, "volt." Mm-hmm. "Tak." I, I put too much on the B. Mm. "Volt." Vo- oh, it's not even a B. It's, it's a more v. of a V. Yeah. "Volt." Mm-hmm. In "tak," which is I probably so. said it wrong, but yeah, "tak." Yeah. Fillers yeah. are And you also hear them, oh. Russians will sometimes also say etat, which means like this or that. Oh, I guess these are similar, but this thing says that they're often, or they're amusingly referred to as vermin words. But I guess a vermin See? and parasite are commonly gross things. Right. Yeah, they're not They're not really looked at as uh, good words, Jared. What no, about, uh, but but they're, we, we have, yeah, I guess you're, that's true. You hear talk a lot with Czech as so well. So as a language teacher, mm-hmm. Are you very... I teach only filler words are when you, I do my English classes. <laughs> yeah, let's... Well, be careful. At least four to five filler the, words per sentence. You might want to switch up the curriculum. That's right. <laughs> Professors are out here getting got. That's right. Um, do you... Are, are you very aware of your use of fillers when you're around your... For, or non-English... No, you're, not, you're the foreign one. Around mm. your non-English uh, speakers? I don't think I use fillers very often. Oh, so you... you okay, so don't you don't think, think you have to really often. concern yourself with that. Not you, not usually. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch some of the the tapes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's video recordings nowadays, not even tapes, Jared. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I don't think I use fillers too often, but you know, it it can happen. But I feel like it's interesting because I feel like I could probably make some some argument for how, why fillers why fillers are not that bad in conversation. But uh, it's probably impossible to make an argument for why fillers aren't good in writing. Well, I, I don't think you really... I mean, the this only time you make any sense. F- the whole point of only, writing is to get to the point. Right. <laughs> if you were using fillers in writing, I would think it would be like because you're doing po- a dialogue. Or something. Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or a poem. Or sure. dialogue, yeah. Right. What the character would be saying. Right. But yeah. But there, there's no... But but still, even... I guess sometimes... That's not true. Sometimes you'll read uhs or ums in a... In, in, a, in a dialogue or yeah, something like I that think, in a book. Yeah, I think that'll kind of also denote that they're thinking. Yeah, or or, or or once again, that they have that anxiety that we talked about. Right. Maybe it's just... Being you know, nervous. Yeah. 
Just take some deep breaths, people. You know, it's it's all right. That's hard. Stay breezy. Are, are you good at that? Can you? Can you? I mean, I know obviously you're good at presenting, but do you? Are you like a deep breath beforehand and center yourself before mm. you get into it, or oh, you just go up there and mm. you go up like a basketball player running and hitting people's dunk hands? And <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer the high five method myself, or just elbows at this. I point. do. I do the worm on my way out. You know. No. No, you get the stage dive and they just carry Ooh, you there out. You go. That's right. I'd be careful with the stage dive though. Yeah, Make you got to sure be really confident people. in your right. uh, in your audience. <laughs> and your jumping abilities. If you don't make it to the audience, you flop That's down. That's true. Oh, yeah. There usually is that little yep, gap. Yeah, there's a the, gap. You yeah. Make sure you got, got your Jordans on. You got to jump ready high to and far. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the key with filler words is I would agree with you that you can definitely use them in conversation for mm-hmm. sure. But when you are doing something like a presentation or even teaching, even, even if you're teaching uh, a subject that's not a language class, I think... It, it just makes a lot more sense to not use filler words all the of time. Of course. But I do feel like filler words are good at portraying like emotions. Like if I'm like, dude, or if I'm like, yo, like you, like it, you probably expect that I'd have some, you know, something good to tell you or something like that. Yeah, but it, you never bring me any good news, Jared. So. I beg to differ. Um, <laughs> I've never heard you say either of those, I don't think. What are you talking about? A filler word. Have you ever, I don't think you've ever been like, yo. Maybe not yo, but I've definitely done the dude. Maybe. Like for example, I feel like I did last time I was here and I was telling you about Actually, you have done the you've done the dude. Yeah, the, like yeah. when I was telling you about my work from home schedule. Right. I feel like I did that. That's true. Uh that's I, I do use dude a lot. Uh, I Dude's don't like a good it. one. Uh, but see, dude dude is But see, I think here's the difference between a filler word and we do have different types of... I'm coming in a little too hot. I'm getting a little excited here, Jerry. <laughs> How long um, are we into this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> um, I haven't been... Anyway. I haven't been paying attention to you. <laughs> Any, anyways, so the the thing is, I think there's two different types of filler words. Uh-huh. So you have ones like uh and um, and they have different variations of these in other languages, right? Sure. But then you also have filler words kind of like dude, but dude can express many different things. So that right. one word can do many but different things. But I feel things. like you could do that with an... Yeah, but I feel like you, you can do that with an um no, too. No, you can't. No, you can't. Well, it's like what's well, like um what 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 if it's like um if I'm like uh what if I told you say some 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 if you're telling me a story and you're like oh but did did this person go uh go and do this and I'm like um and it's like uh oh but that's not well, for example is that really a filler word that's just avoiding answering the question because you don't want to answer it but you're but you're using a filler word to portray some sort of emotion okay or it's like that's, for example say say it's like oh chad i i turns out i um i um, this is a hypothetical situation mm. it's like oh watch I, yourself jared i got i got someone pregnant i have no idea how it happened Uh-oh. and you're like did you guys use protection and i'm like um I feel like that says it all. <laughs> yep, it does. Yeah, but I think it's and I because a lot in that. I think it's because you're answering uh, trying the, to avoid you're, the question. You're, yeah, you're answering the, the question by not answering it. Basically, <laughs> I guess so. But but that's something that's that, different, though. I feel like than something like dude. Okay, well, no, dude, dude does have more uses, yeah, but I feel like it can yeah. be used as a filler. Well, f- for sure, one hundred percent. This is more is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, but obviously, oh, yeah, it has definitely. more uses that are like that are not just a filler. If you're right. like actually greeting, you can, someone. you can for sure, for sure, is another one. I guess for you, sure is a big one. Yeah, yeah, you can you can absolutely use dude though as a filler. 
Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, you're right. But but I will say, <laughs> I do think some filler words just they're they're not all the same. You know, I think mm-hmm. dude is so much more. It can be a filler word, but it's so much more worse. Um, isn't just doesn't have. I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is more multifaceted. The, I assume. I imagine in in China, it doesn't seem like filler words are that frowned upon. Like they're not. It well, it depends. I think a lot of these are like. You see people at the market buying stuff, and they're thinking, right? You know, uh, stuff different. So you stuff don't like that. you don't see it as much in just like a normal conversation. Like people don't tend to talk. I, I'm not sure. I didn't yeah, have enough true. conversations with people. That's in, true. I don't know why I'm asking you. Like that's your, true. Uh, yeah, well, language we'd have to get a guest on. Yeah, my friend, my friend Kelly, by <clears> the way, uh, got got there safely. She's out of quarantine and will start teaching. I think on Monday. Uh, she's back in China. Back in China, yeah. Oh, so wow. Shout out to my friend Kelly. I'm looking like there's a camera. There's no camera. <laughs> but shout out to my friend Kelly. Um, have a safe uh, semester over there. But see, dude, they they've all gotten tested, mm-hmm. um, been quarantined. I feel like honestly, like people are. I'm saying filler words. I'm saying like people <laughs> are having normal face to face classes again. I saw some in in some of those. Uh, uh, towns out in the middle of nowhere when i was on my trip i saw school in session at many places did it feel weird a little bit because especially a, a few times i saw like the school bus dropping off children mm. and do they uh, have masks on no Come on no <laughs> remember i told you last episode that i don't even doesn't even seem like someone realized that there's a pandemic happening right now right yeah, well, I don't know what what are the numbers like in those places. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're such smallly populated cities, and it seems like a lot of people that don't travel a lot, right. based off of some of the signs I saw. <laughs> could, yeah, it could be, which maybe isn't a bad thing during these times, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so the the thing about filler words too is just this idea that you can't express your idea without having a lack of sound. I feel like a lot of people don't embrace silence anymore. Yeah. You know, like people... I think it's it's it makes people uncomfortable. Sure. The awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think you and I have definitely sat in silence before. Yeah. And it's not weird. You and, know? I mean, well, it's, you know, it's a little different for us where we've, you know, we've been around each other for a long time. Mm. But, but yeah, I, I, it is even a skill that... that a skill that I use a lot. I don't know if it's a skill, but it's just how it's just my I think personality. It's kind of a skill. It, it it can be a skill, but I think it's also just my personality not to really talk a lot. Hmm. But like, um, yeah, says I, the guy that talks all the time on this podcast. I mean, uh, yeah, I I I, keep, I contain it all to hear and annoying my partner. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. But yeah, is also another one mm. that I use a lot, especially yeah, on the yep. pod. Yeah, yep. Oh, uh, there, there is, is a. That, is that a filler word? I don't know if that's a filler word. Just say no, yes. because I think it's more just like a response. It's a cool to way to say yes. And it's more. Honest. I feel like he's more showing that he's listening. Right when yeah. he says that. There was a. Uh, that's true. There was a podcast that we put out a couple of weeks or a while ago, and there was a filler word that apparently you used, and I found a comment on our YouTube channel really funny. It was you saw it. You know what I'm going to say. It's uh someone re- someone replied. You keep saying without further ado, yet there tends to always be further ado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep you waiting keep you on your toes yeah i think just more proof that your uh I your mentality come up with of more, keeping people on their right. toes is not no one not wants good. it no except for you it. all right well, 
Well, Jared, without further ado, cir- <laughs> circling back, piggybacking on that idea. Oh, man. Without further ado. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. I, that just made me laugh a little that bit when I saw that. That is pretty funny. Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind. You know, people, feel free. If you want to roast us, go for it. I mean, honestly. If, and especially if it makes me it makes us laugh, Yep. Uh, then, then I'm definitely okay with it. Without further ado. That's right. <laughs> you better believe it. <clears throat> All right, dude. Are we, without further ado, moving on? We don't have a song today. No, we don't. That's we, okay. That, That's okay. That's true. Yeah, without further ado. Well, I'm trying to think what what else to add. Oh, we were talking. I'm, we were talking about we. Uh, the part of the reason I did remember notice that we weren't going to have a song of the pod, but one of the reasons why I was okay with that is because we were talking about the benefits of filler words in hip hop before we started. Uh, before Ooh, we started recording. Yeah, what are some filler words in hip hop? The N word. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um, I mean, it depends. Like a lot, of, a lot of uh, a lot of rappers use their name as a filler word. That's Snoop right. D O double G. That's right. He. I all, mean, if you have a cool stage name like that, I mean, why uh, yeah, not? Yeah, exactly. So uh, Akon used to always use Akon. his uh, or DJ Khaled. Young a lot of these people G-Z. use their. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's how Young Jeezy would. Oh, that's no, how that Akon. Akon. Yeah, would, okay. yeah <laughs> I was like, Akon. I don't think that's how. So he's Young even Jeezy doing sounds. that for Young Jeezy. Or like, uh, like a uh, Rick Ross has the Maybach music. Right. <laughs> we we need a cool one like that for our podcast, Jared. Yeah, we do. How do you even make something like that? Like, we need a, a catchphrase first, right? Or like right. a untranslatable podcast. Stay breezy. No, that's. I don't know. Stay breeze. That doesn't really have anything to do with our podcast. That's true. <laughs> but Except it is, it is an untranslatable, it is good I guess. To, it is good to stay breezy, though, too. And it could be considered an untranslatable. Right. That is true. So, yeah. Uh, I, I, but, I mean, uh, to be fair, hip-hop is not the only genre of music that uses uh, Filler fillers. Words. Well, I think, but filler, I, think it's I think fillers in music serve a different purpose than fillers in conversation, if that makes any sense. Sure, of course. Because fillers, well, maybe but sometimes not. no. Because actually, some, no, they're not. They're just to fill space. Sometimes, especially in hip hop, sometimes it is like, especially if you have like a, um, you know, like you know, I need, all right, I need one more beat on this to, like, I need to fill it with something. Couple more bars, son. and so you just add the n word. <laughs> I'm glad uh, that's not what we do here, Jared. At the end, no, of even though you, apparently you're trying to get me to to do it. <laughs> never, never. I was trying to get you to say the Chinese filler word, which is that. You're trying to get me canceled is really what's happening. Yep. No. Because that's exactly where I want, Jared. <laughs> my my so I can do this all myself and just spew all my stupid that ideas. That would be interesting to, the to see. I bet it would be, be, it would be terrible. It. it would be terrible. I, I feel like I we we'd have a lot more listeners if it was just if you. If it was just me, no, yeah. I don't think so. I For disagree. some reason I, maybe it's because I have self esteem problems, but I always we can't agree to disagree on this. You're the one. star of this podcast. No, definitely. And I'm not. just here for the ride. We're both here for the ride. Let's <laughs> be honest. Let's be honest. We're both here for the ride. But yeah, uh, filler words are definitely not the most ideal thing if you are teaching, doing some public speaking, I would say. But as we've said, yeah, conversations are good. I feel like the other thing with fillers is, to me, it kind of exudes a lack of confidence a little bit. Hmm. I understand that. You know, because it's like, I don't know. I have more respect for is people who... Is it almost who, like a... And I'm not saying that this is true, but is well maybe I actually ooh, saying maybe you are. True, I feel like this is going to be a hot button thing I want to say. It's almost kind of like Uh-oh. how don't get um, us canceled here, Jared. We work hard. <laughs> it's almost kind of like a stutter, almost, where it's like yeah, but I think a stutter is different. But I think a stutter is associated a lot with like a like a 
especially in like nervous in, in like pop culture right. with like a nervous nerd or something like that right. someone that's scared and quiet right. and usually it seems like that's how people at least once again in movies and tv shows i've seen from the 90s and early 2000s right. the, the way that that these people get over that fear tends to be by being like cool or like getting that getting, confidence yeah getting that confidence yeah i think confidence does have something to do with it a little bit yeah I mean, i'll be honest with you i generally don't get very nervous now if i speak in front of people that's um, good it, it just after you've taught you know and you've especially when i walked into that classroom in china and saw you know 46 students staring at me yeah it would know, it, it would be an exhausting job if, if you got tired or uncomfortable every time you were in front of a like right. a new crowd you well, couldn't playing music in front of people i mm-hmm. mean that can be pretty nerve-wracking the first couple times you do it you yeah know? Um, your hands start shaking. You drop your guitar oh, pick. Oh, I've I've played music in front of people, yep. and I Jared was playing his trumpet, and he dropped it. I know. I've I've messed up playing piano before. Remember, I told you during the Christmas thing, I messed up. What happened? I messed up in the middle of the song. What did you do? Did I you just, do like a jazz improv in the middle. Or? No, it just it fell apart. Oh, yeah, well, it, it was happens. not good. It does happen. It's okay. Uh, uh, and on then without without further ado, I, I got I got a good I got a good one for you. Okay. When I was when I was doing a gig, uh, with my rock band in high school, we played um, "Can't Stop" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and there's that kind of slower but slash upbeat kind of reggae beat in the middle end of the song, um, and I accidentally started jumping on the off beat, and so it was completely oh, no. opposite. <laughs> it just looked ridiculous. Um, Were you able to get back on? I mean. I mean, I just stopped you jumping. Just, I, just I just stopped just jumping like, and kept playing. Go back in, don't no. you? No, I just stopped jumping and just kept playing. Okay. But, yeah. So you know, we we all have those moments. Sure, of course. I yeah. mean, that's part of that's part of the process, right? It's just but it's painful. Exactly. I think the key with filler words is using them only if you really need to. Right. So as I mentioned, if you use it as some sort of emphasis on a sentence or something, that's almost a uh, deliberate use, not just a mindless um. Right. Correct. So yeah, so when I do that extended um, it's not actually that I'm thinking, it's just like it's more it's more than just a filler word at that point mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, dude. For sure. <laughs> I Perfect. think I think there are certain filler words that are that are I don't know, maybe a little better than others. Uh and um and all sure. these a. I, I wonder though how other places tend to view filler words if if they're all viewed as kind of negative. I feel like a lot of the romantic languages kind of have a reputation of using a lot right. of fillers. Yeah. I feel like French, Italian, Italians, it's all hands, it's like, bro. A, it's all hands. A, like I feel like that's I, I don't know. I've, for some reason, I just that that feels like a stereotype that I have when I think of uh, think of um, like a lot of the romance languages. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, Germans Germans don't use I don't think really that that many filler words. No, I'm to with be you. Honest. Um one that's a good one though that I like is gel. I mean like they, right. Is, is that music at the end of the sentence? Is that like a specific um dialect or is that pretty common? Well, it depends. It it changes throughout the way they say it in changes, Germany. Yeah, but but exactly. they all have it like most of them have a version of it. Right. So I gotcha. so you could say like uh Morgen, uh, morgen regnet, gell? Like tomorrow's oh, gonna yeah. rain, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Is know. that a filler though, or is that more just yeah, like a looking for a? Um, I mean, a lot of times you can say the, that you can say that and still know the answer. Sure, sure. You know, that's more like a rhetorical question, but yeah, right. I feel you. Right. So, so it is kind of a filler as well. But I would say, yeah, try to reduce your fillers. Don't be afraid to embrace the silence a little bit, and uh, 
Yeah, let us know, though, your favorite fillers at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You, you can slide into That's those my DMs on Twitter. Untranslatable1, the number one, numero uno. You can check us out on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You can check out clips, some pics, all sorts of great stuff on there. And lastly, please let us know how we can make this podcast better for you with uh, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Děkujeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. We got our mascot for this episode. She definitely likes you, that's for sure. I finally got to see uh, her and her element sleeping. Yep. She sleeps all the time. This dog sleeps at least, at least 16 hours a day.